The Morning Show Podcast, a daily dose of audio to make your day a little better. Welcome to The Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Monday, February 28th, 2022, the last day of February. And as we close February, you might realize that our our voices sound a little different than they did last week. And that's because last week... We ended our week in Nashville. Yep, it was uh, quite the time in Nashville, Tennessee. Decided to go out to some bars with some friends, and as you do, you have some drinks, you get really loud, and I think both of us have lost our voices a little bit. Um, I would like to be removed from that group, as I sound great. Uh, I don't know about that, Carla <laughs> Uh, but we do have a good show, regardless of how our voices sound today. We've got our friends Erica and John, who are joining us for Cover Lovers. I'm so excited. We obviously have the biggest four stories in the world. We yep. are going to keep you up to date with some of the things going on in Ukraine. Uh, we also have, as we have to do every single morning, Hope for Humanity. We do. It'll give you a little bit of hope. And we also have a What's Trending that is good for the kitchen. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. As we post today's edition of the Morning Show podcast, it is approximately 3 p.m. in Ukraine with the Russian military circling the capital city. Today, the United Nations will meet for the first emergency session in about 30 years as the death toll being reported by some sources in Ukraine is over 300 civilians. Other news from the weekend was even stricter sanctions on the Russian economy and even personal sanctions on Russian President Vladimir Putin himself. Select Russian banks are also being kicked out of SWIFT. And if, like many people, you didn't know what SWIFT was a week ago, That's totally okay. The simple explanation is that SWIFT is a global network of thousands of financial institutions, and the removal of these banks from SWIFT makes it even harder for the Russian economy to function. Another big story from the weekend was President Putin ordering his military to put Russians' deterrence forces on high alert. The scary thing about that statement is it happens to be the unit that includes Russia's nuclear weapons. While addressing the Russian people, Putin claimed that the move was necessary due to the aggressive statements by some NATO officials. Throughout this whole ordeal, Ukrainian President Zelensky has emerged as a symbol of hope for Ukraine and a person for the global community to really rally behind. He's rallied his troops and civilians to hold off the superior Russian forces for almost a week and convinced world leaders to impose some of the strictest sanctions on Russia and its elites while convincing countries across the world to send money and military supplies to his country to assist in fighting off the Russian invasion. Also, a small note as we try our best to keep you up to date on the events taking place in that part of the world. Last week, you'll notice that we were using the Russian pronunciation of the capital city by accident. The Russian pronunciation, which you've probably heard, is Kiev. Yes. The Ukrainian pronunciation, and although there's a subtle difference, it's substantial, is Kiev. So you're basically replacing that last E with an I. As we try to handle some of the biggest stories in the world, we are bound to mispronounce a few things from cultures and countries we're less familiar with. With that said, we will always be open to constructive criticism. So if you hear something that sounds off, you can always email us. It's hello at carlamarineanthony.com. As sad as this weekend was, we saw the strength of Ukrainian civilians who are defending their country, their homes, and their lives. A group of women began making makeshift Molotov cocktails, and another group was doing the same at a brewery, which stopped production of beer to make the Molotov cocktails. They also posted on their social media asking people to donate to them so they can source more supplies, and for people to donate to the Ukrainian army, we're going to link their posts in the description of this podcast. We also saw photos of former Miss Ukraine Anastasia Lena with a huge rifle ready to fight. 
a man with a prosthetic leg also volunteered to fight, and a young couple who moved up their wedding so they can be married before joining the Civil Defense Force. Citizens also lined up at the Capitol to be issued weapons. The Washington Post put out an extensive list on how we can all help Ukraine, and we've got that link below as well. Jury selection begins today in the first January 6th insurrection case to go to court. The case involves 49-year-old Guy Reffitt from Texas, who is charged with bringing a handgun to the U.S. Capitol. Even though he never actually made it into the Capitol building, the prosecution claims that he attempted to walk up the stairs as the riot unfolded with the intent of bringing his handgun into the building. At that point, U.S. Capitol Police used chemical spray, pepper balls, and other projectiles to stop his entry into the Capitol building. And as if this story isn't crazy enough, it's also reported that when the man returned to his suburban Dallas home, he threatened his teenage son not to tell anyone about his trip to Washington, D.C. Unfortunately for Refit, it was in fact his teenage son that reported him to the FBI. We've been using passwords to log into our computers and our accounts for 30 years or more at this point. How are we still so dumb at creating passwords? <laughs> A list of the 20 most commonly leaked passwords to the dark web has been released. I'm going to give you the top three. Coming in at number three, Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Just right, yeah. Qwerty? Right across the top of the keyboard. Number two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And the number one most commonly leaked to the dark web password, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's impenetrable. Ways to protect yourself when creating a password, add symbols, use symbols in place of letters. You should also avoid using the same password for multiple accounts because if they can get into one, they can get into them all. We're also going to share the link below so you can see the full list of the 20 passwords and make sure you don't use any of them. A quick reminder, it's not all doom and gloom. Here's today's hope for humanity. Two of the biggest issues humanity will face in the next hundred years will be sourcing food and energy for our increasing population. But new research coming out of Kenya might actually give a sliver of hope. The research was pretty simple. How would crops grow if they were planted under solar panels? Surprisingly, cabbage that was grown in this particular experiment grew 33% larger oh. than cabbage that was grown without solar panels, even though they received the same amount of fertilizer and the same amount of water. Now, for those of us who aren't too fond of cabbage, similar experiments were done with lettuce and eggplant with similar results. The research is still in its initial phases, but for large regions in Africa where food and energy is scarce, this is a huge turning point because the same land can be used to tackle both problems at the same time. And coming up in less than a minute, we've got our friends Erica and John going head to head in oh. today's edition of Cover Lovers. It's going to be good. It is officially happening after two years of waiting. It is Seattle Cocktail Week. Kicks off today. It is a week-long event with over 90 bars participating in the Seattle area. There is guaranteed to be a bar near you that has an event. You can find it, seattlecocktailweek.com. But the entire week ends with Seattle Cocktail District which is over 75,000 square feet of fun. It's going to have over 400 different cocktails and spirits for you to try. There's going to be food trucks, a ton of different photo ops, which I know I'm super excited about. There's a 14-foot flamingo. I mean, where else are you going to find that? So Anthony and I will actually be hosting on the whiskey stage where you'll find acoustic performances at Cocktail District. We're going to be there with our friends Ricky and Jake, who you heard last week playing cover lovers against one another, and Erica and John. 
Sean, who you're about to hear play cover lovers against one another. So come to the event. You can make fun of them because I'm sure you know more songs than they did. It'll be a good time. SeattleCocktailWeek.com to get your tickets and buy them now because prices go up at the door. Just when I think their games couldn't get any weirder. All the songs you know and love, but different. Let's play cover lovers. Quickly becoming the fastest growing podcast game in America. Did you know that, Carla Marie? When you're in that specific of a category, you can't not yeah. be the fastest growing. You really got to dive into the nuance <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, all right. Why don't you explain or introduce our guest today, Carla Marie? So today we have Erica Shea, who works for the Ryan Seacrest Show in LA. Hello, Erica. Hello, guys. Good morning. And we also have John Camucci, who is on the Valve Show in LA. Good morning. I'm excited to be here. I've been hearing so much about Cover Lover all around. It's the new craze right <laughs> oh. now. People who don't know the game, we are going to play a cover of a very popular song. And you'll get two points if you can guess the artist and the title of the song correctly. And today's theme, all of these covers are going to be done by a violin. <laughs> oh, I feel like that's hard to pick up on. Well, Erica. <laughs> you're going to find out. You're going to find out quickly because you are... Up first in round one, and the rounds will get progressively harder. Are you ready, Erica? I'm so ready. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that is Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. I haven't heard this song in a while. There was some flair in there, too. The violinist was showing off. <laughs> All right. Two points for Erica as nice. we move to John's portion of round one. John, are you ready? Sucks. I'm literally so ready. I would like to buzz in Yummy by Justin Bieber. <laughs> okay, go. good. That was that was even easier than mine was, guys. Well, guys, don't get too cocky. Yeah. Because <laughs> they will get harder as the game progresses. Carla Marie, can we get a score Ooh. check? Round one, we are tied two to two. Round two starts I now. I nervous. <laughs> I got it. Okay, what do you got? That is Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Oh, man. Well done. Well done. Erica is currently pitching a perfect game here. We're going to see if John can follow up in crazy. his portion of Are round nervous, John? two. Yes. <laughs> Right, John, what is Girls Like You by Maroon 5? <laughs> this is not Jeopardy. Yeah, I was like, this isn't Jeopardy. Well done. Round three, the toughest round of all, but you guys are tied oh and we do God. have a tiebreaker if we get there. Erica, I'm really now nervous for okay. this round. You Your be. portion of round three. Okay. Oh no. Song. I know or how artist. the song goes. Sing it. I, it's if everything means nothing if I can't have you. So I think the song's called Can't Have You. 
Well, Judge Carla Marie, do we give her the points? It is called I Can't Have okay. You. Okay. Now, so, do you know who the song is by for two points in this round? Uh-oh. <laughs> <Buzzer>. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, well, you get the buzz on the artist, but... Sean Mendes. You guys, I thought I'd get a chance to steal. I couldn't even. No, because I got the title right. Oh. <laughs> I literally couldn't even. Like, when it was playing in my head, I was like, I don't know if that's a man or a woman. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what we're at. So, yeah. Well, <sighs> Erica said the words, I can't have you, even yes. though she wasn't confident in that being the title. It counts. It counts. Now, Carla okay. Marie, before we get into the last part of round three, can we get a score check? Uh, Erica has five. John has four. If John gets. At least one point. Obviously, they tie. But if he gets the song and artist correctly, he wins. The pressure is on, John. Do you think you can handle it? I do. Here we go. I'm nervous. Okay, again, I know the song. What is this it? This is going to be a guess here. Dance Monkey. Is it Doja Cat? Oh, <laughs> well, you got oh, it. Dance gosh. Monkey. Okay. So you did get your point. Oh, I got it. tied. It is tied. <laughs> and by who is this again? Tones and I. I would say Tones and I. Okay, this was harder than Shawn Mendes. <laughs> well, it does this. It looks like it was just as difficult since make- each of you guys got one point. <laughs> It appears to be <laughs> very just fair. as hard, John. Okay. I almost just called you Sean. <laughs> tiebreaker round. Yes. So the way the tiebreaker is going to go, there is one song, okay? It's going to play for approximately 15 seconds. The second you think you know the answer, yell your name. We will stop the song, and you can steal the game with the correct um, answer, yeah. artist or title. I'm going to throw up. Oh, so it's artist or title. As long as you get either, you either one. one point. Yeah. Yep. As long as you buzz in first. I have to say my name if I want to buzz in. Yes. yes. Okay. Do you know your name? Just practice it. Erica. Okay. John, would <laughs> you like to practice? Her to say. Erica. <laughs> John, if you say Erica, she gets the answer. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Here we go. The pressure is on our first ever tiebreaker in Cover Lovers. John. Oh, John, what do you got? Billie Eilish, tough guy. Oh, it's bad guy. <laughs> bad guy. Oh, I got the point, though. He wins the game because he... Because <laughs> yeah. he got at least Billie <laughs> Eilish. Well done, John. Congratulations. Yeah. Dang. Wow, that was that like that was so fun to be a part of and not actually play. I kind of loved it. Yeah, I mean, my pits are a little sweaty. How yeah. do you guys feel? My heart is racing. and I'm My heart is also racing. I'm, I'm a little hot right now. Um, but we took the W, so that's all that really matters. That's Who's a great, great post-game <laughs> press conference, John. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if you liked hearing John and Erica on our podcast, they actually have their own podcast. Tell everyone how they can find you guys. Uh, we are at Almost On Air on Instagram, just generally Almost On Air other ways. And uh, follow along because there's going to be some changes coming up. So just go to our Instagram. Everything will be there. You can find us no matter what. If you didn't know who we were before and you're just meeting us for the first time, this is a perfect opportunity for us to reintroduce ourselves to you before we kick off what we're doing next. Cool. I like that. And again, it's almost on air. You can check them out on Instagram. You can check out their podcast. Thank you guys so much for hanging with us. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. 
Oh, nerds. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. This is for all the wine enthusiasts, or as we would call them, grape nerds. Your wine is going to become healthier if it hasn't already. Vineyards around Napa, California are ditching rodenticides and going the vintage route and using owls for pest control. Out of 75 vineyards surveyed in Napa, four-fifths of them now use owl nest boxes, and one family of barn owls can eat as many as 3,400 rodents in a single year. Now, as you drink your wine, you can be happy knowing there are less chemicals and you're helping employ owls everywhere. It really wouldn't be a stretch at all to say that the Morning Show podcast is literally powered by Seattle Gummy Company. The Mocha Shots obviously get all the attention because we can all use a little bit of extra energy, but there's way more than that. When I travel, I always bring along their immunity gummies, which are packed with elderberry and goji berry. And since I usually work out when I travel, I always throw mocha shots in my bag along with their recovery gummies so I don't have to worry about shakes or anything like that while I'm on the road. You can check out everything they have to offer and get 15% off your entire order by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast and using code CMA at checkout. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. The 28th annual SAG Awards went down last night. Jason Sudeikis and the cast of Ted Lasso picked up some awards, and so did the cast of Netflix's Squid Game. Winning outstanding performance by a male actor in a drama series was Lee Jung Jae, who plays Song Gi Hun, the main character, and winning outstanding performance by a female actor in a drama series was also from Squid Game, and it was Ho Young Chung. She plays Kang Se Byuk, and she was up against people like Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, and she was just bawling on stage. It was really cool to see. Something I also learned last night, Fran Drescher is president of SAG-AFTRA. And one of the things she hasn't stated is the Green Council, which partners with environmental groups. And her goal is to get rid of single-use plastics within the industry. So on set and whenever they're acting, whatever it is, just no single-use plastics. I was like, all right, you know what? I can get behind that. And one of the biggest awards of the night is Outstanding Cast in a Motion Picture. And it went to CODA, which I didn't realize this. CODA stands for Child of Deaf Adults. And that's what the whole movie is about. Marley Matlin is in the film, and she plays the mom. And during her acceptance speech, she was signing that this was a huge win for deaf culture. And this award validates the fact that a deaf actor can work like anyone else. And she looks forward to more opportunities for deaf actors. On one side of the news spectrum, we have the very serious events still taking place in Ukraine. And on the total opposite side of the spectrum, we have the silliness of the Kim Kardashian and Kanye West divorce. Last week, Carla Marie explained how Kim Kardashian had asked a judge to accelerate her divorce from Ye, but in the newest development, Kanye has made it pretty clear he's not ending his marriage without a fight. One of the issues taking center stage on the legal side of this divorce is the fact that Kanye's social media accounts have posted some pretty aggressive statements directed at Kim and her new boyfriend, Pete Davidson. Kanye now is trying to make those posts inadmissible in court by claiming that Kim can't prove it was him that posted the accounts. Then who did it? But here's the biggest hurdle that Kanye is going to run into as he tries to claim his account may have been hacked. One of the posts is literally a picture of Kanye holding one of those uh, yellow legal pads with the words that says, my account is not hacked. (laughs) With the date on it. 
It's funny, but it's not. It's not funny. Well, at and all. as we sit here and comment on the absurdity of the legal side of the divorce, it's important to always remember that there are kids involved in this, and I think we could all say that what we really hope for is that this gets settled quickly and as cleanly as possible, so that the kids don't have to carry the trauma of their parents' legal battle. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. One thing I can promise you about what's trending is that I will find modern and trendy takes on average things. And today, it's olive oil. Oh, sexy. Okay, it's called Graza, and it gives you always fresh, never blended olive oil and at an affordable price. Because olive oil can get super, super pricey if you're trying to get like the really, really good stuff. But that's not even the best part about Graza. It comes in a squeeze bottle. So think like sriracha, Mm -hmm. but the bottle itself is green. And it makes it so much easier when you're cooking or serving to just flip it over and squirt it around. A little squirt, squirt. Yeah, they have um, cooking oil and a finishing oil. And I'm kind of obsessed with olive oil. I don't know what's happened. I'm like, I don't know if I'm full adult or just... It's, I don't know what's happening. It's the Italian in you coming out. Yeah, that's totally what it is. The link to get your new olive oil is in the description of this podcast. The Morning Show Podcast. Because you deserve a better morning. As always, thank you so much for hanging out with us and supporting us as we close off today's edition of the Morning Show Podcast for Monday. Carla Marie, how's your voice holding up? I told you, Anthony, I sound great. We do have to update you because last week when we ended the podcast, we said that we had made it to the top 25 chart for news on Spotify. Oh, we definitely dropped over the weekend because we don't release on the weekend. But it turns out, Carla Marie, we actually made it up to as high as 23 Wow! on Spotify. But in all seriousness, as we try to grow this podcast and develop it into something that becomes part of your morning routine, every time you hit the follow button on any of the podcast yeah. platforms. Subscribe, rate and review any of that. As simple as it seems for you, it is huge for us. So thank you for doing that. And today we are live on Twitch, 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. East Coast time. It's the Carla Marie and Anthony show. It's a little less structured, a lot more fun. It's all (laughs) loosey-goosey. Yeah. So come hang out. The link to find us on Twitch is below. And as always, thank you to Lauren Ray, who is the voice of our podcast. Thank you to Jason Burrows, who produces all of those really great intros. And to Mike Meredith, who has created... The Morning Show Podcast logo. Thanks for listening to The Morning Show Podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony.